Alright, so now it's recording. Okay, let's start it. I'll just cut this out. Alright, this is the uh, Henry and Timmy podcast. I'm half of the show, Timmy Clacious, and I'm here with a guest host for a surprise bonus app, our beautiful and lovely friend, Matias Salvo. Yeah. Say hello, Matias. I'm, I'm, I'm here. How have you been feeling? Hello. I'm alright. I'm here to support you as your co-host. As you guys can see by the title, we're going to do top five plays. We figure Henry's on vacation. We figure we'll do this one on the sneak and send it to him and be like... Let's be clear. These are your top five plays. My top five plays. I'm going to name them and then Matias is going to critique them. No, I'm going to support you the entire way. Oh yeah, he's going to be supportive and chill. He's going to be cool. To put it in perspective, me and Matias raced today... Earlier, yeah. Earlier we raced. So you admit it was a race, because you were you were un no. you were not on the fence about it as we were going there. You're well, like, we raced yesterday. <clears throat> to be to be fair, we we full on raced yesterday and he beat me by two seconds. Yeah, easily. Like a quick sprint. The length there and back of a tennis court cage, like well, the that fence. Was, that was when you had jeans on. I had jeans on the first time. And then he you, washed you me. Tore them off. Took the jeans like off. Like a like a stripper. Yep. And it was beautiful. And then I was sleek. Showed off your thighs. Showed off my thighs. There's, got low. Yeah. And then I counted down because he counted down sneaky. He went three, two, one, and bolted. <laughs> yeah. He's going to try to be like, he I didn't to, mention I to get that. a little bit of yeah, an edge. He didn't mention that. But when I counted down, I did it slow. He knew one was coming, and we both did. Took off. He won by a hair, and I'll give it to him because he's the champ. You got to beat the champ handily. I, that's fair. He beat me second time. I got surprise speed. Yeah, he got me. I think I could beat him in a mile. He beat me in three miles, too. I did, today. But we were kind of not competing. This isn't we're my competing not. day. No. But he did beat me. You were just running, and I was, like, stalking you like He was a stalking me like a predator, yeah. yeah. He would be right on me. He would run up to me, and then, like, back off. It was really intimidating. Yeah, well, you know, I would run up to you, and then you would try to run faster to pass me. Uh, yeah. And then I would have to run faster again, and I don't want to get caught in a loop. So instead, I just kind of, like creeped up on you he used me as a parameter it was yeah. very sick i used you to, to use me as a tool airflow. yeah it's like weird. a nascar he was drafting when, yeah and it got in my head but I'll, I'll give you that it it did push me into a really good time 31 about 31 minutes there and back mm-hmm. matias is faster than he thinks he doesn't know how fast he's going i refuse to measure myself he refuses to measure distance because i don't i don't want to know I'm he says he thinks it's like three miles but he just ran a pretty fast way across the dam the heisenberg uncertainty bridge so i beat you by like 30 seconds or that's so. what i'm saying that's a fast mile yeah. that's 30 minutes and 30 seconds about yeah just about that's fast. Over thirty minutes. That's a good pat. That's fast. For, for respect. For, for that's why minutes. I think you know you're you're about thirty seconds faster than me. Maybe more if you pushed yourself. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see your mile time. I like to stay. I like to. What do you like think? Stay untested. Let's get it on record. What you think you could get? What, what do I think I could get in a mile? Yeah. I think I think if I really push myself. Yeah, I mean you've probably tried recently. And I and I broke my shins. What What would you get? What I just snapped my leg in half right at the finish line. I think I could propel myself a little bit to get like, like a like a solid eight minutes. Flat. I'm gonna say eight fifteen. Whoa! See, this is like you guys remember what Henry did, right? Let's have a similar thing happen here. You're I trying to challenge. Think... You're trying to get me committed no, to a number. No, it's not a challenge. You committed to that number, though. I was gonna say like eight thirty. I think you could beat my time by five seconds. Okay. My best time's eight thirty-five. I might try to beat it this weekend. If you guys care, but it's about plays today. It's about plays. It's about plays. It's about the plays. The but plays we just want to talk about what we're up to. He's also on Tinder a lot. 
<laughs> let's be clear. I don't think I want He's to Obama Tinder talk now. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. I'm not on Tinder a lot. He's holding a pen. I'm on Tinder, and now. I want to use up the likes. He's on Tinder now. I'm on Tinder swiping right He's now. He's looking at a woman now. You you really rushed me on this podcast. What? And no. Now I'm trying to this finish up 100 likes. You get 100 advance. likes. Do, no, you, you're... do you like 100 people that what you, are you see chasing? in a day? No, I don't even look at 100 people in a day. Exactly. You got to sift through like... I'm a gorilla. A thousand faces. I'm ground nesting. just be like... Yes. Why do you no. have to do that? Why do you have to judge it? Why? I don't know. <laughs> Ask the Explain creators yourself. of the app. Is it popular? Is Tinder a popular yeah. app? Yeah. I think it's semi-popular. I've never downloaded it. I mean, it's it's. I feel like it's synonymous with dating now. It became like, it became like you know how the Zoom is synonymous with like business. Yes. Meetings? Yeah. Do I have to get a Tinder? You, no. Good. Nobody has to do anything. Get an OKQ. Okay get a get a what's the J date? Get J date. <laughs> Get I a like Christian Bumble. mingle. I like Bumble. Get Christian. You're gonna I be would, a Bumble. I would do Bumble if I had to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I believe in your ability to. to but you're um. Get uh. You are. Get up on the Bumble. On Tinder hard. Okay. You like to pretend you're not online. That's your image, but I'd like the record to be shown that he's prowling. He's looking for a lady. <laughs> he's sneaky. No, I'm just. Like- He's, and he's lean, he's fast, he's faster than me, and you guys see that I'm faster than Henry, so you know he's fit, he's you, fast. You know like, our comparative rates. Yeah, you do know our numbers. You could check them out on our pages. Yeah. <laughs> he's fast. We're a, we're a run podcast, kind of. Yeah. No, we're, we're a top much. five pod. You guys are just a fitness pod, I get it. We just want to talk about what we're into lately, and he's into looking for love, that's all. Mm-hmm. It's like a 90-day fiancé sort of a vibe. What are your top five loves? I want to know your top five loves right now. I love Lamp. Okay. <laughs> it's number five. Yes, yeah, five. Okay. I love um, cat. Ooh. <laughs> the cat's a good one. I love family. All right. You give a family above cat? Yeah. All right. It's getting tired Hard now. Choice. I love art. Okay. <laughs> Number one, bring it home. <sighs> what do I love most of all in the world? On the spot? On Just the off spot. the top? You're, you see, this is a top five show, and this is ultimately what it's about. Gun to your head. Gun to my head, and what I love most in the world is, is love. <gasps> that was beautiful, man. That brought a tear to my eye. I'm really crying. <laughs> I'm just... It's, He's had a rough he, day. I, come on, I just come on this podcast, yeah. and I expect... I expect to be. I've expected number one to be hate. Honestly, he's just used to rejection on I, Tinder. It's his day. His day yeah. is just not getting responses. <laughs> he's getting iced. And I just love love. He's borderline. Just I just like, love loving love. I love love. Wow. Have you ever seen like a small orangutan hold its young? No. That's what's the. That's the difference between you and me. <laughs> is you. Yeah. 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 So, Matthias is on Tinder, and I'm just looking at orangutans hanging around. And mm-hmm. um, this episode will probably be called Long Day's Journey into Tinder. Mm-hmm. We'll play with that. We'll play around with it. <laughs> he thinks he might have a better line, and if you see a better line in the title, no, he won the argument. And we'll see if I... We'll see. It'll be off yeah. pod, and it'll lead to wrestling. <laughs> We're going to race in the driveway at 3 a.m. really are. No, I'm just kidding. We wouldn't do that. Good. I didn't even race him today. I wasn't even racing. He saw me. <laughs> I was running at an even keel. You're back tracking all over the place. First you say we're racing, then you say we're not racing. No. You're being silly. You're a flip flopper. So 
Yeah, this time, <clears throat> Matias doesn't want to do a top five on his own. He's above it. He thinks, I have like 50 plays that are in my top. He can't even pare it down to five. That's his vibe he's coming in with. I'm mm-hmm. coming in with, I've got about nine plays in the pipe. I could do a solid top uh, 56. See, he can do a book about it. We just want to do a concise list. So the ones I name are going to be in his top. So he's going to just comment on them as well. Yeah. It's that, that's, I'm the, I'm the imbecile. I'll, I'll give him the ball and he should hit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't understand this reference. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't have to. I'm just an <laughs> athlete, that's all. Yeah. Is this like a dunce cap? Like the dunce cap uh-huh. is a pitcherman? I'm very confused. Pitcherman? Yeah. It's a pitcherman. The Kool-Aid man? Yeah. Hey, I'm the pitcherman. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm just saying this is more your area of expertise. I'm Please. Just, I'm just saying like in basketball. Let's put it there. Okay. You know that game? Yeah. I'm somewhat familiar. So in basketball, say I'm taking a charge or something. You know, I'm like going into the paint hard. There's all these guys on me. And I dump the ball to you. No one's around. You hit it. You understand that? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'll say one of my top plays. You probably even know who wrote him. You know, a little factoids maybe. Yeah. I'm not putting you on the spot. Just we'll see. We'll comment on him. And if, if you don't know factoids, I can talk about what I think about it. And yeah, we'll see. It'll probably it'll be a good app if you like plays. If not, go listen to our rap episode. Henry will be back. He's, he's on vacay. Matias is a guest of the pod. He'll come on every month. This time it's just us two. It's intimate. It is. It's yeah. very intimate. We spent the day together. We broke bread. Mm-hmm. We had communion. We bled each other. We bled each other. Yeah, so let's start naming plays. Should I go with my five? Yeah, go with your number five. Okay. Or bring us down. Just in no particular order. It's not in front of me or anything. Um, my top... My five... Of my top five plays is probably Fences, I'd say. I'm going to say Fences. Yeah. August Wilson's Fences. Yes. Won a bunch of awards. I think That's your too. number five. That's... You think there are four plays better than Fences? For me? Yeah. Yeah. For you. Yeah, I think... Out I of feel... all the... How many plays have you read? Ten. <laughs> Fifteen. You put it right in, right in the middle. Oh no! It's in the top five. It's, it's amazing. Five. I've read it. I've read it a few times. I love it. Okay. Yeah, I love it. It's a good book. It's a good uh, play. It's a good play, right? It's a good yeah. movie. It's a good movie. The movie. I read the play before the movie, but I love the movie. Love Denzel. Did you ever see the scene? I just remember where uh, you know in the original, I think uh, production, uh, it was James Earl Jones plays the father figure. Yes, I have seen that on YouTube. Yeah, I've seen that it's on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's very well done. Yeah, it like is well it. done. Yeah, it's much looks, more intense. Than... It is intense. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. He makes it so real. I know. I do like that. Yeah, and it's from like the 80s or something, or maybe 90s. I... It's... it's, it's, it's... I want to say, yeah, about 80s or 90s. Yeah. This it was grainy around... footage. I'll this say this that. might have been around like Lion King. Maybe, James yeah. Earl Jones, yeah. I don't know what year that is. 2003? I don't know. Okay. 96? I don't think you're allowed to talk about time in this state. What? We're, we're, just, we're getting abstract. 2003, 86. Those are old times. That's a, that's, a ra- that's a huge range. 30 years. That's like saying 20 to 2020. About 20 to 20. 20? 1990 to 2020. It's, 90, it's an age. Okay. It's a gap. It's a year. I guess. The 80s to the 2000s. It's a pocket. 90s is in there. 
Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's an amorphous time where where culture was this thing. Sure, yeah. And then nine eleven happened. Exactly, and yeah. things sped up. And yeah. So that's my five. Great movie, great play. Read it many times. Love it. Love the man. The myth. The myth, the legend. And then we can move to four. This is when it gets foggy. I think I have my top three kind of pinned down. Yeah, I have my top three pinned down. I'm going to go my four is um, Seven Plays of the Sea by Eugene O'Neill. <laughs> have you read that? I've not read that. Have you heard of it? I've read one Eugene O'Neill play. Okay, that's going to be on the list. Okay. This is another Eugene O'Neill play. Wow. It's a collection of short plays. All cast around, well, most cast around a, a little crew of sailors. Right. In, in like, back when he was That's around. That's interesting, because he was around dock workers a lot as a kid. Yeah, he knows a lot about sailor jargon. Yeah. It's very, and, like, the way he writes is, like, very, like, visual to how someone who's a sailor would mm-hmm. speak. You know, there's, like, dropped letters. You got to piece together what's being said. It's like an accent thing. Yeah. Of the time, for sure. So it makes you really time travel back into that time period. And they're all, like, swarthy types drinking whiskey and swabbing the deck and stuff. And Yeah, no, it sounds very Sinbad-y. It sounds very I like, like it. And I love Eugene O'Neill. So my mom got me this for my birthday, maybe when I was 22 or 23, because she knew I loved one of his plays. So she got me this, like a really old copy of it. I've read it a few times. It's in, it's in my top five. That's why I put that at four. It's above four. fences to me. Above it, fences it is above you. fences to me. Wow. Because it's just like small little stories that it's like a bunch of fences is intense and has a lot of great themes and like it's yeah. crazy. But like this is just a bunch of fun little snapshots. Sure. Yeah. I will like, uh, you know, I, and I, I just I like the way he, he writes a play. Speaking of Irish people. Uh, <laughs> I love an Irish person. I, too. Used, I used to read. I, I, I tried reading uh, like James Joyce. I feel like most uh, English majors might have. Some of his plays in there are pretty tragic, too. And he, James, he does that. Yeah. Eugene O'Neill can make it really gut wrenching, too. But I read his I read his classic novel, right? I would say his like Long Day's Journey in Tonight, which is the portrait of the artist as a young man. Never read it. Yeah, and it's it's about his own personal experiences growing up and his father and all this stuff. It's a novel or what is it's it? It's a novel, yeah. Okay. And then and then uh, I went back to his first work, and it was Dubliners, and it's like a collection of port of short stories from people in Dublin. Yeah. Like all these things, and it very much sounds like. Uh, Seven Seas. So boring. I hate this it. This isn't boring. I would suggest <laughs> it. I even have it. I could let you buy it. I don't know if anybody likes Dubliners, but I've tried to get through it like four times. If you like like Navy guys from like... If you like The Lighthouse, if you've seen the movie The Lighthouse, mm-hmm. Seven Plays of the Sea is like a bunch of small little The Lighthouses. It's okay. guys in isolation just kind of going a little crazy. And sometimes it's a really sad widow. That sounds horrifyingly relevant yeah oh true it's a perfect it's a perfect pandemic read okay i just realized that for all the people who like to watch contagion for like the people who made contagion a national seller make this come bring this back make this like a series of like guys on a ship losing their mind because they're just rhyme of the ancient mariner get on because the lighthouse if you guys go go watch that it's on it's on um amazon prime video i think yeah i think great james pat the guy, Batman, James Pattinson or whatever. Then Robert Wh- Pattinson? Yeah, whatever his name is. Yeah. Then's then there's Willem Dafoe. They tag team it. Two mm-hmm. sailors. By right. Eugene O'Neill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's not. But it it is good. I would recommend that too. So that's my four. That's your four. Yeah. We're almost halfway through this list. We are, but they get a little better. Like three, two, and one I, I really like. Alright. Three 
three is a top top thing. Top three, top, top thing. Top I've three. read it maybe more than four times. This is really what you want to talk about too. I feel like you came in here, you were like, I got three plays I really want to Yeah, share. I wanted to do top three, but he was like, you can't name five because we're top five. And I was like, I can name five. I can name 50. <laughs> 50. I can name 50. You can name 15. <clears throat> I can name 15. Can you name 15 Shakespeare plays? No. <laughs> There's at least 15. I know. Hey, okay. I know that. Give me, give me the histories. Give me, give me, give, which names do you know from Shakespeare? You got Rigor Mortis. We got Bartimus Fowl. Oh, I love Bartimus Fowl. <laughs> that we got Hamlet. We got Shakespeare in Love. Mm-hmm. We got Macbeth. Really, it was, it was surprising. We got The Witches. We got, what's the guy with the witch who burns the witch in the woods? The, the Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel? The Parsible. We got The Parsible. Yeah. The Principal. We have Doubt. That's a great play. That was almost in my top five. Oh, wow. Doubt. Doubt. Yeah. Top five Shakespeare play. Not a Shakespeare play. Damn. <laughs> Not so fast, slick. No, but I do like Doubt. It's very sad. Okay. It's very much like um, Spotlight. It's the spotlight of plays. But, uh... But your number three, what did make the list? Death of a Salesman. Death of a Salesman at Heck, number three? Yeah, baby. Go number three, Death of a Salesman. It's because it's got some sports in it. Mm, a Salesman. I love Glengarry Glen Ross. I haven't seen the play, but the movie is one of my favorites. Yeah. So Death of a Salesman is right up my alley. It, it's right there for me. That's right there? It's a guy, it's a disheveled businessman and his dope sons. I relate to Billy. it. Billy... Billy and Stooge or whatever. Thumbhead yeah. and Toby. The two brutes. I love it. I love stuff like that. So that that was a pocket for me. The dad was a little crazy. That's why it's at three and not higher. The dad's too much. He's too much too of a much. character. You yeah. don't like the... You don't like He's the, a Chris Farley type. You've never had like a grandparent die slowly of Alzheimer's. No, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't been around it. That's a... I mean, that's... It's not... It's it not wasn't for me vision. then. That's why yeah. I said my three. I can so relate to it at, until that point. Arthur until Miller's point. cool. I like him. The guy who wrote it. Everything except the main character. What's his name? Billy? They got Biff and they got Uncle Ben. <laughs> what? Do they? Yeah. Uncle Ben and Biff and Charlie and Bernard. So yeah. for that, I think mean, that would be a great movie. They should make that into a film. Glengarry Glen Ross style. Make the dad like big. I think loud. they did make a movie. When? It was it started as um uh what's his name Dustin Hoffman huh yeah is it good there's a Dustin Hoffman version so it's probably from the nineties it's probably from the nineties I'm saying remake 80s. it remake it modern remake it yeah. modernize the death I mean it, it's probably make him a cell phone salesman yeah make him a cell phone oh salesman. It's, a kiosk. it's even sadder yeah it's way <laughs> sad at a kiosk oh geez. he's trying to sell like belt clips to dads yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that'd be good. It sells cases. Yeah, bejeweled jeans or yeah. something. You're like, God, this guy. Make him Iranian. I like the idea. Oh, yeah, it'd be more It'd be more entertaining. An exotic theme. Yeah. You could maybe get an Iranian guy to write it, you know, which is none of my business. Make it culturally sound. Sure. Make, but, it, make it more of an immigrant story. Yeah, like an immigrant exactly. Person Let it play. Just came here they to did that to one of my plays I'm going to name, and we'll get there. Okay. Number two, it's a big one. It's going to be one of Matias' favorites. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? That might be his one. That was a good one. That's probably my number one. I like it. That's his one. He's like, he knows all about the political implications of it. I, don't need, I didn't even know. There's a lot of things. I don't know. It's like any absurdist work. You can but I love like a it. a lot of things. Generally, if Is it you're about just, God? Is if, it about... If you're just a guy like me who reads things and takes them at face value, then it's about a, 
a swinging couple, like a couple of dastardly professors that mm-hmm. are just kind of alcoholics, and they try to lure People a young who couple. Are, who are upset with their It's the 60s or their something, and, they, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, they come from scholars, and they're just sleazy, and they're just trying to just corrupt a young couple that, that moves in as young professors. That is. A young professor and his wife, yeah, and they, they just kind of try well, to Well, they, they try to like bat them around like they're cats. And there's so much good dialogue in it. It's really funny. Oh, it's so it's good. funny. It's biting. It's really tragic at times, too. There's mystery in it. Let's it, play Hump the Hostess. Oh, it's bad, it's right? Yeah, she's a she's a nightmare. If you, you I it, mean, for the 60s, for the 50s and 60s when it came out, it was like Could you imagine crazy. that being your wife? I'd be... Or that being you your husband. No or just being in that situation. It's just like... It's timeless. You should so give it a read, and it's pretty short. All these plays are short. I'm the not... phrase, you know, the phrase "Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf?" comes yeah. from like he saw it in a bathroom stall. Really? Yeah. As somebody wrote, instead of "Who's Afraid of Big Bad Wolf," they wrote "Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf." That's cool. And it just stuck with him, and he wrote this thing. I don't know. Because I am of afraid of Virginia Woolf. She's scary. She's a scary. Drunk. And the movie actually. The dad's had... just like defeated. The movie actually had um. Oh my god, I'm gonna hate myself for. I want to say Elizabeth Taylor and. Richard something who were actually married in real life and had a terrible abusive relationship so it's like the subtext of that in the movie wow is so good so yeah that's that's my two because I do like I love a sloppy relationship stuff like that it's messy it's there's the tea spilled all over the place so that's my two recommend it go check it out he's cool number one gotta be i'm just trying to look up the actors he's talking about it's uh elizabeth taylor richard burton richard Ge- burton george seagal mm-hmm. those are the main guys yeah. sandy dennis nobody ever nobody ever cites bunny bunny poor bunny i feel bad honey honey is i've her never name. seen the movie honey is her name i've only recently the play's new to me that's why i, I kind of really like it because it was a fresh it's it a fresh classic. look at plays for people, me people people like edward albany edward albany's a good writer edward z story and then my number one king play, play of the day, is uh, Long Day's Journey into Night. That's wow. top. It's top almost like show. you referenced it right at the top. Right at yeah, the it's in the title. You're like, it's what is this? Title. It's a play. If you don't know it, you might have known it, and you're like, this is a play episode. If you don't know it, go check it out. I love it. It's my favorite. I've read it many times. It's just about a dad. It's kind of like Death of a Salesman vibes, but the dad isn't such a mess. He's not dying of Alzheimer's or anything like that. He's no, a, he's worse. I would say no, he's I, corrupt. Like, yeah, he's I feel like man. at least like Bill or Biff or whatever his <laughs> he name had is. He had good intentions. The dope dad in Death of a Salesman. He's, he's an idiot, but he's, he's like an idiot, an idiot who's yeah. been brainwashed by America. Exactly. This it's, guy is sleazy. He's been brainwashed by rich. his own like ego. Yeah, it's the rich it's guy. It's if the Death of the Salesman guy was successful. What's the name of the main character in uh, Longest Journey? It's like Edmund? Yeah, I think you're right. I can look it up. Because I, I know... I know I'm bad about knowing characters' names. Yeah. So... Um, just go to cast. Tyrone. James and Jamie and Edmund. James and Jamie. The Tyrone is their last name, but they refer to the dad as Tyrone because yeah. he's the head of the house. And then there's Jamie, his head son. Edmund, his sickly son, yeah. the younger one. Then his wife Mary. All right. So and the so thing, the, so the the weird fact about I know, well, obviously it's very autobiographical. I think you've told me this. You've told me this yes. about the baby. About the baby. You told so me this at our his, bar. His his mother had a uh, a miscarriage. Yeah. And they were gonna name the baby Edmund, but then they ended up having Eugene. So in this story, they have a miscarriage who was gonna be named Eugene, and they end up having the baby Edmund. Yeah, it's a little Easter egg. You told yeah. me that at our bar it's a few months, maybe a year Easter or two egg. ago, a while ago. Which is about why the mom 
so there's a lot of stuff. Oh, that mom's so many. Themes. It's about a dad. It's like an old school dad, like a ghost boat, who has money and land, and he kind of did well for himself. Made himself up from being like a, a young actor and just capitalized on his wealth and made the correct investments. So he's like kind of the man about town. hundred percent, what happened with that guy? He hated it. I believe. I believe in real life, his dad played uh like the count of monte cristo yeah and he only played the count of monte cristo he's considered the best count of monte cristo they might have referenced that in the play yeah for like 50 years yep and he never got to play any other role he hated it he hated playing count he of got monte pigeonholed cristo. yeah that's what happens with but he casting. made bank though he cashed out and yeah. his family's good and his two sons are good one of them sickly and almost died of like pneumonia but he a... never got to do the true art that no he but he considers himself an artist he likes to consider himself deep and introspective, and he's a th- he's a thespian at heart. But in, in, he's like a businessman with a thespian shell. And his two sons are deadbeats, and his wife struggles with a drug addiction and mental illness, and it's just who a, doesn't? Who doesn't? I mean, yeah. Eugene O'Neill was struggling with drug addiction and mental. Yeah, illness. he was an alcoholic, and he was mean. Yeah. And his sons drank too much, and they always just were asking for money, and they were just hang around t- type guys. It's the great, it's a, it's a great play. I love it. Check it out. And then there's like a Japanese movie, or maybe Korean, by the same name. Pretty sure they use it as like kind of like a, mm-hmm. like a sh- like a shell in which they make a movie. I, I don't know how how much it's referenced, but um, that's one of the first things that come up because I was googling it to try to find who's in the who are the names of the people. What? You checking the time? Checking out the time. Yeah, we might wrap it about 30. At 30? Yeah. All right. I'm name so that's my top five plays. We did this one without Henry because... Because he doesn't exist to us anymore. No, he just doesn't like... He wouldn't he want to name like five it's plays. It's fine. Just say it. Just say... He wouldn't want to name five plays. Say it on the podcast. He doesn't like me. He hates Matthias. Matthias and I are both faster than him. Um, he's, he's but he could salty. beat Matthias at tennis. He probably could. He definitely could. I don't, I don't know how to play tennis. He doesn't know how to play tennis. I'll admit to that. He doesn't know how to play any game. I'm not a tennis master. I could beat him at... Maybe he could beat me at chess. Probably do it. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a wild card. Yeah. I am a wild he, card. You got no, he's got moves. Mm-hmm. He's got shocking moves. He'll move the horsey, and he'll move it like diagonally, and I'll be like, I didn't expect that. I'm unorthodox. Yeah. I'm, sw- I'm a switch hitter. Exactly. So, um, yeah, um, to wrap... This is just a little loose episode, just in case Henry needs to drop one or I need to drop one. You can follow us on Twitter. Matthias is on Twitter at Masalvo298. Display mm-hmm. name is Dang, son. Right now. Where'd you get those? <laughs> As of this recording. As of this recording. He's, but it's been that for months. He's a, he's a creature of habit, so he's not going to switch up on the kid. And then he's on Instagram at Chicken Tikka Masalo. <laughs> chicken, 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 chicken Tikka Masalo. Masalvo. Yeah, that's true. I did slur it. Yeah. Right. Uh, then yeah, go, you can go follow. Yours. Where's yours? Mine's just Timmy Clacious. T I M M Y. It's too simple. I feel like you gotta. K L A S E. Like really complex it a little bit. Tell me what your display name is on on Twitter. My display name is my name, Timmy Clacious, but I censor the M in both. My, the first M in Timmy and maybe the A in Clacious. Just to, just in case anyone's trying to look for me. I don't know. I like my audience the way it is. Yeah. If you find me, you find me, but I'm kind of on the low with it. He's not applying for any jobs. No. Yeah, I'm just building a presence. I'm just putting a catalog behind me. Yeah. 
If you like it, you like it, but it's all about me at this point. I, I like what I'm posting, so come check it out if you want, I guess. Henry is at Henry Wofford on everything, similar to me, but his display names are subject to change as well. He's a good poster. He loves socialism and things. He's probably happy the Gamecocks won. This is the sport minute. Matias is going to love it. Let's I'm going to make Matias talk about the Gamecocks. All right. Gamecocks oh, came in, and who would they beat? Henry's screaming at the, the recording. They beat, who was it, Auburn? Maybe. No, not Auburn. Was it? He knows. Oaks. They were ranked. The Oaks. It's big. Not the Oaks. That's not a thing. Okay. Well, how about... Uh... It was Auburn. They were ranked 13th. And we weren't even, we weren't ranked. Are they the Auburn Play Chickens? No, I don't think so. I think they're the Tigers. Oh. I believe. Yep, Auburn Tigers. They won. They beat the Tigers. Now, I'm a Gamecocks fan and I'm a Vikings fan. Both of them are fighting with tough records early. Both of them liable to beat any team, Matias. You know that. Matias is watching. Mm-hmm. He, he's got his ear to the streets. Certainly any team that I Gamecocks kept it close with some really tough teams. They they blew out whoever they played last week, Vanderbilt or whatever. And usually they have trouble with Vanderbilt. So that was good to see. And the games they did lose were close. Same with the Vikings. Vikings are tomorrow. You guys, it's early in the season right now when this drops. We've lost to some close, tough teams. The Packers, some people are having as like top three team in the league. We, we made it a two-possession game at the end, lost. Then we got a few other L's. The Colts one I can't argue with. The other games were close. So we could beat anybody. If we beat the Falcons, we're looking good. And um, yeah, that's our time. We're coming in at about 30 minutes. So for next top fives, we have top five. Well, Henry wants to do top five TV shows, comedies, top five comedy movies we got. We got top five books. That might be a Matias episode. I'm going to rope him in. I don't read books. He does. Next month, we might do a top five books. He, if he doesn't make his own list, which I'd encourage... Just like I don't read plays. Yeah, right. He knew everything about the plays, this guy. So, um, yeah, we got those coming up. What else we got? You, can you think of any top fives you want to do? Oh, um... I wish I had my notebook in front of me. Mm. I have my, all my top fives written in it, but mm. we're in a remote location. We met up. He's visiting from... Abercrombie and Finch. <laughs> Miami, he's coming up. He's in he's in South Carolina right now. We're actually in person. We usually film it remotely, so it's a real treat. We spent. I don't the day like together. this. I don't like. I don't like admitting that I'm socializing with people. Why on the internet? We're both socially distant. We didn't hug. We didn't we did touch. Not hug we we, or we we never touched lips. I mean, I ran past you. <laughs> you did you not ran touch past. <laughs> we didn't touch lips. We didn't touch lips. Lips. No, I just kissed your hand. He kissed my ring. Yeah. Because he knew I could beat him at tennis. I coached him at tennis, which for me is a win. And then he beat me in, like, the physical challenges. Uh-huh. Which... Push-ups. I, push-ups. He's lighter than me. Uh, let the record show I'm 229 and he's 199. <laughs> sure, undersell me. It's all right. I'm 300 pounds. We can say it. He's lying. I've no, never... he's 202, I think. I think he said he was 202 last time. Okay, well, let's I'm not out share my him. weight. No, it's in there. This is weird. He's coming in, but he's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, <laughs> yeah. Long hair down to his knee. Oh, dude. It's really like <laughs> Long beard. If down I brush to his it, knee. it yeah. just becomes... It's, it's basically like a, a, a bed mat. Fingernails. French tip. Except, except the pinky, pinky, which is growing out like that guru, off. 
<laughs> no pinky nail. <laughs> no pinky nail? Ditched it. It's right. not fashionable anymore. Yeah. It's the opposite. Pinky nail's out. Every really nail, French tip. I almost got rid of the whole finger, but... Um, yeah, that's good. So me and Henry will be back to our original schedule of... Mondays. An original comedy. Yeah, this is just a loose episode in case Henry ever, like, skins his knee or, like, yeah. falls asleep. Which is why we heavily dated it with sports references. Everyone loves sports talk. They'll be like, oh, this was back when they, he thought Carolina might have a chance. How funny. There's seven <laughs> losses deep now. Yeah. <laughs> but this is me bushy-tailed and with, an, with like a one and two record or whatever they have. One and two? Anyways, that's the episode, you guys. Thanks for listening. This has been Henry and Timmy Podcast. And Top Matthias. five plays. And Matthias is here. He's our third mic, and he's the best. Go follow him. On all platforms. Yeah. He's beautiful. He's fast. Strong. I don't post often, but when I do, I give it like like a 7 yeah. out of 10. He it's posts, solid. He it's posts, a solid he, thing. Yeah. yeah. He posts hard and true. All right. That's the podcast. Thanks. Bye.